Are you looking to buy or sell real estate? <laughs> You've got questions, we've got answers. Welcome to the show, it's going to be great. Featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team for You. And now, without further ado, it's Matt and Jen. Thanks, Jacob. I'm Matt. Yeah, I'm not Jen. Not Jen. I am Jen. So uh, today we are excited to have you with us. We are going to be learning about some lawn things. So uh, we will save that for a second while we introduce our in-studio guests. We have Jane Kelly with us today. How's it going, Jane? It's going well. All right. Uh, What are you seeing in the real estate world out there today? It's definitely been an interesting market, fast-paced market, um, but going out showing homes, and it's been a lot of fun. All right. Love it. Love to hear it. Our special guest today is Brenda Ryan, gardener, landscaper, extraordinaire. Brenda, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. Good, good. So can you tell us a little bit about LawnStarter.com? Well, um, LawnStarter is a, not just a lawn care firm, I call it a landscaping outdoor services firm. We match people with... Uh, they're the perfect uh, pros in their area who can do everything from pest control, um, lawn mowing, to hardscaping, to creating the, the outdoor oasis of their dreams. Oh. Um, what are some of the landscaping trends that you guys are kind of seeing nowadays? Well, with the housing market as high as, high as it is right now, a lot of people before they're they're putting their homes on the market, but they want to make sure that the landscaping is in perfect condition. Because let's face it, when you're selling a home, even in today's hot market, you want the curb appeal to be the best. You want the best offer that you can get. And if somebody looks at your home, they're going to be looking at the outside first, the curb appeal. They want to make sure that it's the envy of the neighbor. Um, and it goes, but they're also looking at neighborhood lawns too to make sure they're in a well-kept area. And if the lawn is tattered, if there's if there's weeds all over the place, if things are growing in clumps and there's garbage all over, why even bother going in the inside? Because you know they're not going to keep the inside up as well. Let's talk grass. So <laughs> we have a lot of new construction happening these days. Which is better, in your opinion, sod or seed? It depends. I I wanted to grow one. I, I bought two homes recently, and I wanted to grow my last one from seed. And I wanted a combination. I loved a, I, I love a lush, lush green lawn because I like to walk barefoot through my lawn. And I want something that's comfortable. But I, I have a couple homes. I have one in Colorado. I have one in Texas. And in Texas, I'm going to use a warm season grass that will stay lush and green year-round. In Colorado, I go for a cool season grass, but I mix it with rye grass so that it stays green longer through the winter. And it can handle the snowfall. And I also have kids. So I want something that's going to stand up to a lot of foot traffic. Because let's face it, if you've got kids or pets... You want it to be able to bounce back after everybody's running around playing softball, frisbee with the dog on it, whatever. So it sounds like you're a, you're in favor of seed over the sod. 
I am, but I had a problem with one spot on my new one. And one great idea for people, if you have some kind of disease or something you can't figure out, take a photo of it, send it to your local extension agent, ask what it is, and ask for their suggestion. They told me that I needed to, that I had this necrotic ring spot, which I had no idea what that was. They told me how to treat it with a fungicide just in that area, not to overwater it because I was watering it every day. And then in the fall to overseed it, which I did. I added seed all around and it came back. Now I had a spot at the end that I bought some sod to match and I put that in. So who is the person that you called about that? Uh, I sent, I took pictures on my uh -huh. phone. And I sent them to the local extension agent at Colorado State University. Oh. That is your best friend. Every state has one. And uh, then the folks at Lone Star came over, and I saved money because they didn't have to diagnose the problem. I said, here's the problem. Could you fix it? Oh, and I was able to up with the upkeep, too. And the nice thing about having uh, – we always thought we could mow our own lawn and keep it all true. I hired lawn starter because they edge as well. And you know what it's like when you have sidewalks with weeds and grass coming through the sidewalk and the driveway. It's a pain to keep weeding. They edge it. They fixed it up for me. And my neighbors went, what is your son doing? He's taking great care of this lawn. I thought, well, you're not home. You don't see lawn starter coming <laughs> over here. <laughs> doing the neat trimming and everything. And that's been a big help to me. So, um, what are some of the best, like, DIY home improvement projects with um, kind of lawn stuff that people can do or landscaping, curb appeal? Well, it's not just you want the nice lawn and everything, but you also really want to create a border flower bed around your home. First of all, the best thing about that is if it rains a lot, the flower bed is going to soak up the extra water which is great. So you're not going to have water pooling and puddles and mud. You've taken care of that because you've got beautiful flowers. It adds a touch of color. Uh, I have flowers all over the backyard, front yard, and I look for native flowers for my area. And all you got to do is native flowers for, say, if you're in California, say, if you're in Michigan. The native flowers are the flowers that have been growing there and are acclimated to the climate since the European settlers arrived. And those practically grow themselves. Like if you go into, you know, a, a forest, the wildflowers are the ones growing. Nobody's sitting there watering them or fertilizing them, pruning them. You want the wildflowers, the flowers that are native to your area, because you don't have to spend time watering and fertilizing them. They're used to the soil. They take care of themselves. You might want to prune them every once in a while. You might want to mulch them. But that's all you got to do. And... It's really easy. They take care of themselves. Perennials are also good because you don't have to plant those year after year. I have a beautiful retaining wall in my newest house, and I decided to put perennials and native flowers all throughout it. I thought, well, now spring's here. I've got to go out, weed, and garden again. I took a look. I had to pull a few weeds. I pruned a few back, and they're coming up like wildflowers again, and I don't have to do anything. It's great. So on the flip side, what about the worst uh, ones, like worst projects that people could do that can cause more harm than good, maybe? Planting invasive flowers. 
is dangerous because if you plant invasive flowers, you're going to have flowers that are, uh, I always say the natives are getting restless. The invasives are taking them over. Uh, I'll give you an example. Somebody I know planted bamboo, thinking that was really cool. Well, bamboo mm -hmm. should never be planted outside of hell. Yeah. Bamboo spreads. It is invasive. It's an Asian plant, and it, you can't stop it once it starts. If you're going to put it in a container plant, lantern, that's fine. You put it in your ground, thinking it'll make a nice fence, you are going to make bitter enemies of your neighbors because it is going to be in your neighbor's yard before you know it. If you belong to an HOA, they are going to ding you. Boy, you get happy fine. Do not plant invasives. Uh, California, somebody told me, oh, the lantana is beautiful. Lantana is invasive in California, and it, it is beautiful. It spreads all over the place. The citrus growers hate it. So the homeowners who have, you know, orange trees, lemon trees, grapefruit trees in the yard can't stand it. They have to weed that stuff because it steals the water from the native plants. You don't want any invasive plant. Um, you want, and, and if you like, say you like a plant that's really not native, there's nothing wrong with planting a few container plants in pots, putting them on your front patio, kind of circling them around. And You'll have to care for them more. They will take a lot of maintenance, but they can be beautiful, and they can add to your home. I always, another little tip I've told people, and I just learned this, paint your front door black. We have learned that for some reason, when the black, when you have a black front door and some black trim, some of those houses are going for $6,000 more. I do not know why. That is the average. Maybe because they're easier to keep clean, they look like a shiny, glossy black, is inviting. Yeah, I've heard that before. When I'm thinking of invasive plants, I'm thinking of your dad's mulflower rose. Mm. Yeah, thorns, thorn yeah. bushes. Matt's dad is a farmer, and uh, we got some dirt from him and when we were doing a whole bunch of planting, and we managed to get some of his mulflower rose, and... Uh, it wasn't helpful to our planting efforts. <laughs> it grew great. Yeah, it grew <laughs> everywhere. So, novice. Well, there are some plants. Uh, there are some plants that um, they also have a pungent odor, and those are going to be a turnoff as well. Not just invasive. Um, I'll give you another example. Developers uh, in a lot of areas started planting cottonwood trees because oh, they grow quick. They're a mess. But they're a mess? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The raking you have to do to clean them up, and they split easy. They leave splinters all over the place. I moved in and had one cut down. I would rather have the pine trees. You've got the fresh smell of pine. Yep. Another invasive tree is the Bradford pear tree. They were brought over from Asia because they're beautiful. The wood splits like crazy, and you end up having to remove them, and they, they stink. Oh, my God. And those things are blooming the whole street. Stink. And, again, your neighbors hate you. So if you want to be a bad neighbor, plant <laughs> As you leave, as you sell the house and don't like the neighbors. Yeah, just tick the neighbors off, put some uh, Bradford pears in there. Um, I mean, you want beautiful plants. You want to be able to look outside and go, wow. And you want plants that are going to bring hummingbirds and butterflies. But you don't want to do it at the expense of bringing in an invasive plant. And low maintenance is the key today. Think about it. Today's homeowner, today's millennial, 
they don't want to spend eight hours out in their yard every weekend right. cleaning and planting or doing all this stuff. Right. They want something simple. Yep. So I keep it all simple. Like in our area, I know we have, uh, you know, some of the lilies are pretty easy to take care of, um, that type of flower. Uh, I, well, I think about, by the way, there are other flowers like marigolds. Yep. I was that with a kind of plain looking marigolds repel mosquitoes. Uh, if you've uh, got a problem, say you've got a lot of swampland or something, you've got a lot of things around, plant marigolds or herbs like garlic, uh, basil, uh, things like that around your, uh, I, I planted around the perimeter, especially on the side of the patio where we, we tend to sit outside. I don't have a problem with bugs. Forget about the bugs ever. I use nature's remedies. <laughs> I'll use both. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, next question is, um, my mom and I talk about landscaping and gardening a lot. Um, and she was talking about po possibly doing sedge instead of normal grass. And I was like, I don't know what sedge is necessarily. And she was like, yeah, it's like, cool. You don't have to mow it because it grows to a certain length. Um, but I was wondering. There are a lot of native grasses or natural grasses that work like that. You know, one thing I tell people, clover. We're looking over why people don't use clover. I mean, clover is, it's not really grass, and a lot of people consider it a weed, but I've seen people have some beautiful clover lawns. They don't have to mow them. They're easy to take care of. They, they'll they live on whatever rainfall they can get. Do they flower, too? Got a green area. Hmm? Clover will flower, too, won't it? Um, I think so. Um. But it, it's also, and sometimes you get like the white clovers that might look a little weedy. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it lasts forever. Um, Sedgegrass, same way. Mm -hmm. um, I, I always tell people when you're designing a lawn, if you're designing a landscape, whatever, it makes it easier also if you put in enough hardscape, like the patio, walkways, things like that. It's less to mow. You don't have to worry about your water bill. Um, put a fire pit in the middle of a, a, a bunch of pavers around it. That's less grass you got to take care of. And you'll spend a lot of time outside, so you might as well enjoy that patio, enjoy the hardscape. I know a lot of people who like pergolas and gazebos and things like that. I like, I have a big umbrella out there. I like this one. So I'd prefer... The reason I like to sit outside of the patio is because of the sun. And then when I go out at night, I like to see the stars. The fire pit enables me to enjoy my backyard way into, you know, the uh, end of the fall. And so where's your primary, I really do enjoy it. Where's your primary residence then? Where are you right now? Or where do you live? In uh, I live in Colorado, right outside of Denver. And as you know, I mean, it's an arid climate. We don't have a lot of water. And I, but I water twice a week. We can water three times a week if we want to, but I've chosen a native grass that doesn't need a heck of a lot of watering. And I have um, paver pathways to make it easier. The grass doesn't grow as fast. A lot of people think, oh, i got to water every day to have lush green lawn. No, you don't. You have to water just a few times a week, but water deeply. Right. Once the roots can hold the water, you don't need to put a lot into it. I know the new rain uh, 
controller like we have, you, it's, you can control it by your phone, but also it senses when there is rain in the forecast and it adjusts the amount that it'll um, actually use during that period of time. And that doesn't drive you nuts when you drive by in a rainstorm yeah. and somebody's got their sprinklers <laughs> right. going, right. wasting the precious water, and then right. it's, it's going down gutters yep. and you know, washing everything away. Um, we don't have that. We have uh, a rain sensor. So if it, yep. it's raining, it turns off. Now, in Texas, I still only watered um, maybe three times a week, and it was a lot drier and hotter. But I also had – and but they had, have some – torrential downpours in Austin. So I built a rain garden in the middle with a lot of flowers that which the whole thing soaks up the water when it does, when we get a downpour and it's not washing the dirt and everything off of my yard into the gutter. It's using the water and it's pooling it. I also recommend if you live in an area that gets heavy downpours every once in a while and then you have drought every once in a while, we have a rain barrel just coming out from our gutters, yep. and then when it's time, I can release the water, sure. and it's great. And because of the marigold and the basil that I've planted around, I don't have problems with mosquitoes gathering. Mm -hmm. All right, so I need a fire pit. I need marigolds. I need basil. What else? Garlic. Oh yeah, garlic. <laughs> Sounds like I, a you're project. like you make our best backyard. I'm already excited. <laughs> Um, are there any like landscaping projects that you're seeing that millennials are really into right now? Yeah, I, again, I think they look low maintenance um, because a lot of them don't want to take the time to be out there mowing, planting. I personally have decided that gardening is my new gym routine. Yeah. And I figure I'm old. If I can get down on my knees and garden, anybody can. But, again, I planted low-maintenance flowers, so at the beginning, you know, the spring, I, I go out and do my pruning and planting and everything. And people seem to enjoy – we have the neighborhoods over all the time for cookouts and things, and we enjoy sitting outside and looking at the flowers. I, you know, I don't want to spend a heck of a lot of time maintaining it. I am seeing more people mulch the trims of their yard because they don't have to weed and you can grow like irises and bulbs and things yep. in the mulch and they still come out but I don't have to mow that area right. and the, the more you can do so you can do less later the better um, if you have a lot of uh, when I first looked at one of my homes my husband looked up and saw all these trees and plants and he went, oh my God, there's a lot of trees here. And my realtor said, well, that's a selling point, really. And he goes, not if I got a prune my cut them. <laughs> but that's why I suggest things like pine trees to rim the yard, things that are slow growing, that you don't have much pruning and things to do. And that helps with privacy, too. Um, do you have some strategies for like yard privacy with landscaping? Yes, I do. Uh, if you hate, and I hate the, in Colorado, wooden fences, we have what's called the fence can. Fences, you know, they look like everybody's trying to keep something out. They can be ugly, and I want to see them out. Well, we do have trees, and I have shrubs bordering everything. 
so that I don't have to look at an ugly fence and I don't have to keep painting a fence or keep staining it. The shrubbery provides the barrier that I want for privacy and for sound because we back up to a fairly busy street. You wouldn't know it. The shrubs provide the, and I use lilacs a lot, by the way, because they also provide beauty. But they provide the privacy I want and the sound barrier that I want. I don't need the ugly fences getting in the way. I've got the privacy just by the shrubs. And I can trim those as low as I want, or I can let them go as high as I want. How do you, uh, how high do you typically let your lilacs grow? Um, probably up eight feet. The, the shrubs are covering about eight okay. feet. And uh, at the beginning of the spring, we, we'll, we'll trim them down a little bit. Um, and if, like, if I had one property where the neighbor asked me to trim one and neaten it up because it bothered him, so I did. Okay. But there was a lot of noise coming from that area, so in the summer we let it go high again. Sure. And, and it's, you know, you want your backyard is your sanctuary. So, and when people look at the backyard, if they're going to buy a house, they want something that they can enjoy in privacy. Some people want a hot tub out there and. They don't want to be wearing much in that hot tub. <laughs> you can also build shrubs surrounding the hot tub. Arborvita. I would do that, mind you. Arborvita, <laughs> let me tell you. It's Arborvita. We don't know from experience. <laughs> Arborvita, Jane. But, like I, said, I don't know what you're saying. And flowers are a natural barrier, and you don't have to put up a really ugly fence. Arborvita Jacob is a uh, kind of a skinny, tall pine tree type-ish. You looking. can't see through it if you're in a hot tub. No, there you go. I tell people to keep pine trees, though, as a border tree. You sure. don't want them right next to the house. And can you guess the reason? They get too big? They get too big. No, the needles fall oh, into no. your gutter. And oh, then sure. you're having to climb up there and clean out the gutter. Yeah. Now, nah, move them back a little bit. That makes sense. I've, I've gone to homes that, like, they had all their new construction planting put in, and then they put a tree, and then I came back several years later, and there was a gigantic, you know, tree like that in the front with probably needles all in their gutters. So somebody didn't listen to your advice. <laughs> Yeah, and those are a real pain to climb up and clean. I've learned. No, I don't want to think. T- Not only that, it's less of a fire hazard if your trees are set back a little bit. Sure. Do you have a question, Jane? And in California, particularly, they look for fireproof landscaping. Wow. So you want things that don't burn as quickly. What do you think a good project for someone who's like? baseline kind of good at maintaining their lawn but they kind of want to bring it to the next level so like an intermediate landscaping project for someone and i think i'd go with hardscaping um i have a fire pit it's not built in i am going to have somebody build one better design one that's kind of built in um and the next i mean the next step after the lawn a your lawn is king but the next step again is flower gardens. Um, I do have a front porch that's very small. Well, I had somebody build me to match the house 
a flower box. And I wedged it in there. And, and by the way, you can go to any nursery. If you don't want to just figure it out which you want to plant, you can buy something that'll fit in the flower box. Already rectangular, ready, you know, just measure it, ready to just put in there. And I was lazy. I bought it, picked it up, put it in there. It's a beautiful welcoming to the house. Brenda, we appreciate you coming on with us and talking some plantings and hardscapes. Yeah, I learned some good stuff. Thank you so much. And uh, I guess people can always go to lawnstarter.com as well if they have any more questions or things like that about lawns, correct? We have advice for every type of grass you can plant for every area, which one's the best, and what type of flowers will thrive. We've even got some neat hardscaping ideas. Great. Right the back. You know, too much of this, I'm going to have more projects, so I may yeah. have, have to cut back and on this. And cut. <laughs> well, with Memorial Day weekend, this upcoming weekend, oh, stop it. it's a good, it's a good project. <laughs> project weekend. You have that extra day to recover from doing some mulching or some hardscaping. So. Like Jean's volunteering. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Well, thanks again, Brenda. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me on, guys. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Thanks so much. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. All right. Who's ready to do some landscaping projects? Yeah? Yeah. Feening over there? Yeah, I can't wait till I have my own yard. Right now I have to live vicariously through my parents' house because <laughs> they're both big gardeners and landscapers. Um, every summer, it's actually about time, so I should be careful when I go to visit. Um, my mom gets like those like tons of mulch delivered, and like mm. we have to back the cars out of the driveway, and our driveway is just mulch. We have to take buckets of it back and mulch all the plants, mulch all the flowers. <laughs> and and you look forward to doing that? No, it's soothing <laughs> in a way. Um, definitely when I was like younger, I was like the size of the bucket of mulch I was responsible for. Um, so I don't know how helpful I actually was. Um, but I have lots of fun memories, like helping outside and doing gardening. And about a year from now, time. Jacob, we'll be talking mulch for with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely one of those millennials that wants to keep it easy. <laughs> so you'll have was, your whole backyard just be mulch. So my mom, growing <laughs> up, was just so into landscaping. I have like nightmares about it. Oh, no, she <laughs> was adamant. She's like, I don't know how many ponds I have built throughout my life. How many holes I've dug and good for you hauled every rock I could find in the yard to create the structure and oh and then the mulch every year I'm just I'm doing the lawn starter.com I'm gonna hire <laughs> some guys come through put it out <laughs> I'm gonna just sip on a beer on the porch yeah you look keep it up <laughs> good job you missed, spot. you missed one spot yeah <laughs> yeah all right so are you doing cedar sod on your potential new lawn well, you know, I uh, I wanted to do sod only, again, because growing up, we did sod in the front yard and seed in the backyard, and the front yard for years was always super soft and super nice, and the backyard was just rough, and it didn't feel good to walk on it. So I've always grown up believing that seed just doesn't produce as soft of grass as sod, but I don't know, maybe it might Family just didn't know how to grow grass. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, or you could oh, do yeah. some hardscaping, you know, put in a fire pit or, you oh, know, yeah. have a really big patio or, you know, 
I might hardscape the whole lawn. <laughs> the Big whole old backyard. sheet of concrete. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I could totally see you doing that. I could see myself doing that too. Like, now, beep, beep, beep. That's a cement truck. Yeah. Keep it coming. More. We need more. <laughs> Can we build a skate ramp maybe? Yeah. Can we get a bowl? Perfect. Yeah. Deed yeah, restrictions, man. Jacob. Deed restrictions. <laughs> you just got cut. That's right. Well, I, I'll get proper authority from the architectural committee first. But then, concrete all the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be a pool. Ooh. That's true. My back, yep. Figured it out. Be pool Is it big enough for a, a pool if you want to put one in? If I'm determined, it's big enough. It could Actually, be a pool li- and a pond. Realistically, yeah, I do believe it. By the way, I'm building a house. So those of you that are catching up. <laughs> if you haven't put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think there's enough room for a pool. Whether I actually am allowed to is a question that I'll have to figure out at some point in my life. But I Just a really big pond. <laughs> yeah. Or like a hot no tub. No more ponds. Like, but like a fancy one. Because like, you know how sometimes like those really rich people have like the stone waterfall and like the hot tub. And mm. You, you can get a, a swim spa. Yeah. That's like a big hot tub thing with a current and then... Oh, you could just swim. Yeah, that's like the exercise thing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to work out. This isn't this isn't a workout. <laughs> isn't this thing. for your wife? I think they have. Uh, yeah, she would not want a workout thing. She'd want to. Oh, I thought she was a mermaid and needed to swim. Mermaids don't work out; they oh. just swim. <laughs> I thought just she just liked to swim. She yeah, she likes to casually swim, oh, not I like. All right, let's get my heart rate up. <laughs> Keep going, another lap. So I suppose it's a little different. <laughs> like they make pre-made pools now. They just dig a hole and they drop it in the hole. Drop it in the hole. How do they fit it on the road? Huh? On a truck. Do they put one of those like oh, big sideways. yellow banners on it? Because like with one of those, they Wide don't ship load. anything. Wide load. You know, I've seen like houses that I've yeah. driven behind on the highway. And I'm At like, least half a house. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I've seen a whole house once. They have it's nuts. They have house the smaller houses. They have. You could live in that. Just show it around the country. <laughs> <laughs> True life on the road. <laughs> with a pool. Just put me on the back of a semi. <laughs> Bring my house with us. Uh, you're looking to move, but you don't want to move out of your house? Move your house. <laughs> if it works, it works. <laughs> Small or tiny houses are very popular. Yeah. Or those container houses made out of old shipping containers. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Zim was showing me a home that was, oh goodness, it was on one of the lakes we have. And it was like made out of tons of different shipping containers. So it was like very modern and like mm-hmm. steel with like big glass. And it was beautiful. I was like, wow, I didn't know they could do that with those shipping containers. I didn't know they did that. It was pretty in cool. Yeah. I thought that was like We're some pretty rad in Wisconsin. Dude. Wisconsin can be bougie. <laughs> We're bougie. That, that's one of the <laughs> top words I think of. I think of Wisconsin. <laughs> You're like badger bougie. Yes. Badger Booze bougie. and bougie. <laughs> it's Boozy. a beer brand waiting to happen. Bougie yeah. mm-hmm. booze. Oh, so when it comes to <laughs> landscaping and flowers and all of that, do we have any favorites? What do you like, Jane? I think the native flowers are a really, really good idea. And it's something that I know my parents and everything have been really conscious about. And in the Arboretum, I think, and Olbrick Gardens does it too, is they hold native plant sales every year so if you like you don't know anything about native plants or don't know where to start i think there's a lot of offerings in the community to kind of like get you started with those um 
but out of my favorites, I mean, I love Black Eyed Susans. Those are just kind of a classic. I love Lilac Bushes. When she said that, I was like, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lilac You can wall. smell them now. <laughs> it's like, oh, I smell it. Yeah. So those are definitely some favorites. There's also, I think it's called a columbine, but they're like red kind of star-shaped flowers that almost drop down. Mm-hmm. Those are really pretty. Um, are they pink? Yeah. Is yeah. Like a spring? Yes. I guess it's, I'm thinking of something else. Bleeding hearts is what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Arboretum right now, I was hiking there the other day. Well, not hiking. It was, it was a leisurely Rich stroll. Leisurely stroll she was hiking, arb. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hardcore. Just like Jacob is swimming. <laughs> Um, (laughs) And they have a lot of flowers out right now, so it's really beautiful. I was like, I need to identify these so I can figure out what flowers (laughs) I would want in the future. Were you using the flower app thing, or there's like an app for that? Yeah, there's an app where it's like, well, I just use kind of like Google Images where you can kind of like line up. Really? I also have a little book that's like a native guide to Wisconsin flowers. Does it work on trees? You can... I don't know. I could have used this book in college. (laughs) (laughs) They've been cheating. Running around, what is it called? Picnic Point. point. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jen, tell me what tree this is. It's raining. Can I go back? (laughs) I was like, get me out of here. It's a deciduous. Deciduous. (laughs) It's got leaves. What kind of tree are you going to plant in your yard? Uh, I don't know. Well, actually, I don't know what they're called yet. We have to figure it out, but we've had these these conversations. Really? yeah, we between we, who? Him and the mermaid. You and the mermaid. Me and the mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> we want. She we, shall who we shall want be obeyed. Whatever trees we get, we want them to aesthetically uh, look amazing in the fall. So like, you want so a one blaze like orange maple? Sure. If that's what it takes, I want a blaze orange and then a super red one, and then like some other colors. So like they all look. St- I don't want brown trees. I want them all to like have a pop. Or soft alternatively, have. if possible, I want to have something that pops in the spring, like one of those like ones all the purple flowers. And I don't, I don't know these tree names. This is why I need to. This <laughs> is it app. purple flower tree? A purple flower tree. <laughs> I think birch trees are really beautiful. I'm I like birches too. Yeah, they're just so classic and nice, and they stick out and they look good in the winter too. Is I think something because even the with all bark. the leaves, yeah, because the bark really stands out. Um, what others? I'm just like blinking on trees. <laughs> There's one tree Apparently in particular not a in the in my yard. Well, it's not actually technically in the yard, but it's right behind it. I want to know what it is. I've never seen a tree like this before. It's like a, it's like a pine tree. It's got needles and stuff, but it's shaped like another, like a regular, not a regular, a deciduous. It's got like the bushy top with like a long trunk. Like a huge, <laughs> like what you think like a normal tree is, but it's not like like it's pine trees. It's just landscaped. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's fake. Pine trees it's are not like real. Jacob. <laughs> is it? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe is it in a it's pot? A fake tree. Is it in a pot? <laughs> no, it's a full grown. Can you take a picture of Brady? Uh, I have a picture. Do you really? Yeah. You could also probably send it to Lawn Starter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Be like, what but is this? This isn't in my property, but can you? Take care of it for me. <laughs> no, just ask them to identify. I need to send J- Jane a picture of the weed that we have down by the water. Oh. Oh, my tree image is not going up on the show today. I love today. jewel weed. That is one of my favorite Wisconsin bushes. Jewel it grows weed? by water. Oh, um, maybe this is it. I'll the juice from the flowers like neutralizes stinging nettle. Mm. And so it's like really soothing on your skin. And it's like these beautiful little yellow flowers. And then also what's cool, but like 
little Jane when she was younger loved little is Jane. that like little Jane um the leaves from a jewelweed if you like flow them underwater the way there's like hairs on the leaves and it looks like they're um silver like liquid silver hmm. and they're very beautiful oops that uh plant if you could see it it's taken over their water frontage and I yeah. don't know if it's a weed or what it is we had rip oh, no. it rip just showed up yeah the airdrop from Jacob popped up oh I don't know how iPhones work. I'm, I apologize. Um, is it, it watercress? Because no, that'd be awesome. Because it's not in the water. Oh. It's in the, yeah, it's we, in we the put rock. in riprap, and now that's there. Please I'm gonna identify. Have to send that, I'm going to have to send that to, uh, send that in and have it identified. Yeah, I'm not sure. Mystery. Where's your book? <laughs> At home. <laughs> what do you think, Jacob? Can you see it? I can't see it from here. It right. doesn't matter. You would. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pine tree. I airdropped to All Jen right, my it. tree. What is that tree? If I was a tree, what kind of tree would I be? I don't know how to get to the airdrop. It's in your photo gallery. Is it? Yeah. It's probably it the, at most the very recent, end. Most oh. recent picture. Riveting audio podcast content here. It's a pine tree. It's some sort of pine, but it doesn't. It's not a pine tree. It's like a tree tree. It's a pine tree. Ooh, well, what kind of pine tree? I'm saying I've never seen a pine tree like that. Is that like a giant one of those juniper ones? Is that a giant juniper? Oh, maybe. If Jacob was a tree, what kind of tree would Jacob be? Giant juniper. <laughs> I've definitely seen trees like this before, <laughs> but I don't know what kind it is. Off the top of it. Because there's um, landscaping around homes that looks like this, and they're like little mounds, but this is So that's big. right That's right in back of your lot? Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted the lot. Just because of the tree? Because of the tree. Well, I could have picked other ones, but that one had the best view of that tree. I like that tree. That it's is cool. a pretty sweet it's tree. It's a cool it's tree. Good, it's a good tree. It looks way cooler in person, for sure. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's a nice tree, Jacob. Thank you. Thank you. I do like it. Not my kind of, choice, kind of tree, but it's a nice tree. It's a really nice tree. Matt's a maple tree guy. Our yard has maple trees in it. There's one maple tree. What's maple. the one in the back? It's not a maple. Yeah, I didn't do well we in that class at Picnic Point. <laughs> we do have a <laughs> lot of... Know. What was the one you said with the white bark? Um, birch. birch. We, have a, we have a line, a row of bar birch that are in the back of the house. Yeah, right by the water. When I when I was young, my family built a house, and they picked the lot because it had two gigantic, really cool oak trees. Mm. It was <sighs> awesome. And then, what kind of oak tree? Oak. White or oak? White oak. Big, big old oak. I don't know. It was one of those like you can't <laughs> even hug it because I don't know. Big, big. We old had oak. one of those. My parents' woods it took uh, five of us to get around. Trying to get around like this. I didn't I tell you those. my sad story though. Oh, sorry. Okay, keep going. Keep going. There was another part of that story. Mm -hmm. the, the, the sad part is that then they started the construction and killed they it. Killed, uh, they killed half, half of a tree. It, half of it. Because it compressed the soil. And they, yeah, they chopped the roots or whatever yeah. and just squished it. And uh, then the other tree was on the median of the road. <laughs> and so when they laid the road oh, out, no. <laughs> they totally killed that tree see so instead of having two trees you had a half a tree we had a half a tree and then a fully dead tree just <laughs> a dead oak that was in our yard and then finally like and it was huge it was huge and then one huge. of the neighbors like called the city on us and 
made us chop it down because they were worried it was going to fall on somebody, which it wasn't. It was going to stand there another 100 years dead, but <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. It'd it still was, be there today. I wish, yeah. Mm. I think it's interesting that your family picked a lot because of a tree and you liked this lot because of a tree. Of one tree that we can't identify. Mm-hmm. It's in the blood. It's I in don't the know. Tree blood. Well, it was. I'm honestly, attracted to the tree. I I I also like the pond behind the tree. But that actually That's kind of dope. obstructs your view of the pond. Well, I zoomed in on the picture. It doesn't obstruct it all that much. Yeah, it looks like a quarter of it. By the time this tree is huge, you won't be able to see the pond at all. That's a full grown tree that's been there forever. <laughs> Jacob's out there it's with a giant saw. juniper. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps getting taller and taller. It's landscape, so it's just got a foof on the top. <laughs> Stop growing. <laughs> it's, my, it's my foof tree. Well, you know, a tree I actually, my wife loves. And I don't, if you zoom in on that picture over to the side there, there's some willow trees. Yeah. Looking it was on the opposite side of the pond, though, right? Yeah. Well, those those suckers are going to grow. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see those grow. Big, giant willow trees, those are pretty cool if you don't have to deal with the... Well, it's not stuff. your lot. It's somebody else's lot on the other side of the pond. Yep, it's that's not their even, mess. It's not even their lot. It's a reserve. Oh, so cool. Nobody's, which is cool. So, so you got a pretty sweet lot, sir. I hope so. I think so. You know so. I know so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. We got lucky. Because it's got everything. It's got the, it's in a neighborhood, but it's like three blocks from everything that the town has. It's got Costco and Woodman's and Aldi and Target. And it's at a dead end. So there's like no traffic. It's pretty sweet. And this the back. like millennial win. And it's got the back right before the tree at the end of the lot is the end of a bike path. So you just wow. hop on that bike path and you just. On your it way. just ends? Yeah, because the whole the subdivision ends there. That's the end of it. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Who thinks Jacob's excited? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so the next 25 episodes will be about Jacob's building new construction. Yeah. It, it might. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll just have guests on that have, like, the next step. Like, we had landscaping like, today. and <laughs> Today, they put up the framing. Let's talk to the framer. Hi, Bob. <laughs> You're joking, but... I'm not. That's how it's going to roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's talk carpet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk carpet. Let's, Let's talk pile. Mm-hmm. Insulation, people. <laughs> I need to know about insulation. Oh, boy. I recently learned more about insulation than I'd ever need. Do you guys know about new wool? I saw some stuff uh, when we were at, I think, was it at Tim O'Brien? Did they have a... Yes, go ahead. Tell us about it. I can't tell you too much about it. I was seeing if you knew. It looks, <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of it looks kind of gray, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's um, so, so the little of what I know about it, it's like recycled paper shreds essentially, but it's super compact and anti mold and anti this and anti that, and it's like the most uh, I don't know the best form of insulation according to the guy that. Installs it. In I'm houses. assuming that's the uh, that's the wall insulation. Yeah, yeah, and it's like very soundproof and uh, and fire fire resistant as well. It slows down the burning of fires. Slows it down. Yeah, <laughs> this is good. Yeah, I don't know. Keep Check out no, New Wool, people. Shout out to that insulation. That's the name brand, New Wool. New, new Wool. New Wool. Uh, it's N U W O O L. New Wool. 
.com. I don't know if it's really a .com, <laughs> but I'm sure it's something like that. Anyhow, fascinating stuff. So, yes, as this podcast unfolds and as my as house grows, we w- I will probably be bringing in guests to learn. So I got my I got I learned about how to get our lawn put together and you know, there's a lot more to it. That's what's next. For building the house? Yeah. Well, shoot. I got to I got to pick out like the flooring and the you know, the what are the, whatever they call it, accoutrements, I don't know, the lighting and the <laughs> the paint colors and the, the cabinets. What? Can you say that again? Nope. It's a one time <laughs> per podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. so I'll find somebody for that. Find an we expert. could we could bring in a uh, wood flooring expert. Mm-hmm. I heard you have got a connection. I do, and they you love, love Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So one out of two isn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you have to pick out? Light fixtures. Yep. Worst yeah. ever. That'll take you a day. Yeah. Well, we. We cut out the budget of anything fancy light-wise. We're just like can lights in the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. We spent we maxed out our budget on on floor space. We we're getting a sunroom and uh, upgrade the bathroom and stuff. So all the all the fancy niceties. <laughs> like nah, I'll do that some other day. Just give me the simple. I don't well, know, the can lights are nice lights. too. The can lights you can actually get the uh, LED light bulbs and. Don't tell me that. Yeah. That's yeah. for later. <laughs> Our lake house has can lights in the bedroom. Everywhere. But they're everywhere. In so it's house. almost like you're tanning. <laughs> like we're, I lay down. I think there's nine can lights. He flicks on the lights. I'm like, Wah. In I think your there's bedroom? nine can lights. In, 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 in our, wow. in our um, primary bedroom at our lake house, there's what? Probably. There's nine. Th- yeah, there's like nine. So, I mean, it feels like you are in a tanning bed. <laughs> Time to wake up. It was <laughs> built in the early 90s. So is they it, were like, can lights, put them everywhere. Does it have a dimmer? Oh, yeah. Yes. Hey, it's controlled by phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should talk about that someday. Smart Ooh. technology in homes. I honestly have been trying to organize that as an episode. I keep looking up on YouTube for people that talk about it. But all the channels I find, they have like half a million subscribers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're two hot shots for wanting to be on the show. I've, I've reached out to a several and I haven't gotten any responses yet. So... If anybody listening to this podcast knows about smart home technology and they want to jump on, maybe just an electrician might not be a bad too. idea. We have we do have electricians that are into that smart home technology, so you just have to find who you want to have as your controller. Like we have a company called Nexia that we use, and that can that actually talks to all the devices, mm. and you just plug and play different devices into it. That's that's one thing I worry about is because it's like you, with the Smart home technology, you hook your whole house up to this one thing in technology, but technology moves so fast. In a couple of years, it's like, oh, you got the Nexia? You don't have the Nexia 5000? <laughs> you serious? Like, For real. Like, you open your garage door and your blender starts automatically? <laughs> you don't have that feature? <laughs> I the need one morning starts. shake. <laughs> <laughs> the garage door opening your blender starts. <laughs> You know, uh, you, you laugh now, but in the future, that'll be standard. <laughs> it might be. I you like know? a morning shake. You Come back from my walk. Blender starts. I would take that all day long. That's right. You just forget to put the stuff in the blender. Yes. And the blender's just spinning. There's nothing in it. The Nexia 6000 preloads <laughs> your blender. That's right. I would like the 6000 model. That would be perfect. Get the banana in there. That's what I want. I want a house where you roll up. 
And I think Tesla cars can do this sort of, may, I might be lying, but it like you roll up and as you're rolling up, you don't like the garage door opens and then you're like your air conditioning gets set like a couple minutes before you, you come have that in. now. Like our system doesn't know. Yeah. It's called um, geofencing. So like right now, if we drive within a quarter mile or whatever, our outside lights turn on if it's past a certain time of night and the inside lights turn on. <laughs> Matt likes all the stuff. Maybe we should just talk about it. Matt could probably it. talk about it pretty well. All right, because I, I'll be like, I, I need to do this. He's like, you have an app. I'm like, where? The best thing is now Alexa is tied in all these things too. So, you walk in the house and say, Alexa, turn on the bedroom lights, and they turn on. Alexa, turn off the lights. Alexa, turn off all the lights in the house. Turn on all the lights in the house. So he, he can make the kids think their house is haunted because he can just flash the lights and yeah. <laughs> have you have you got um, fun. set up the the intruder alert thing with Alexa? I've seen homes that have done that. Or that? I've seen a lot of memes of people who've yeah, done that. Yeah, that's sure. what I'm talking about. Like what a TikTok. <laughs> it's like, oh, Alexa, um, there's like a unexpected or like intruder at the back door. And it's like, okay, Alexa, dim the lights and start playing like <sighs> the Saw theme or something like that. <laughs> like, like freak like out. They kill Bill theme music. Yeah. With the people who break into your house. But like <laughs> then the lights, they can turn the lights mm-hmm. red in the house. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just play like an alarm sound, like <laughs> Now he's going to get that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's coming. About 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. So the only thing I don't like about Alexa is then Alexa's in your house. And I don't know if I want her in my house. Sorry, everybody listening to the podcast. We keep saying the name. We probably shouldn't say those names. Oh. But Hey, Google. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri, ask Hey, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I I didn't think that we would like it, but it came free with something and then Matt went crazy and got a whole bunch of them and it is really convenient to wake up in the morning and just be able to be like what's the temperature going to or be play music. or play music or all of those kinds of things. I mean, a lot of times Matt has this mental block on how many ounces <laughs> are in a cup. So <laughs> <laughs> He can, uh, if I'm not home, he can just ask, so. You know, I had a long time where I had a mental block between left and right, so. You just do this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You don't even need Alexa for that. <laughs> no, that's there's a way to cheat that one. <laughs> it's what it makes an L. When I was little in ballet, she'd put stickers on our left foot. Because she didn't want us, like, you know, balleting around <laughs> like this. That would be funny, though. <laughs> Your left foot. Which one? What? Alexa, which one's my left foot? <laughs> it's the one on the opposite of your right, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Thank sometimes you, Alexa. they're a little sassy when they give you answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always want to be really polite to my Google, my Google Home because it was, like, free with Spotify for something, which is why I have one. <laughs> polite? I want to be polite just in case because it listens and records <laughs> everything you say, theoretically. And so it's like, I don't know. I don't want to get dinged for being rude to my Google Home. 
just in case like some programmer somewhere was having a really bad day <laughs> and they put in like some deep code programming that over oh, time, boy. like your Google Kill Home, Jane. it's like wow. <laughs> less helpful. If we are going to have one of our episodes is going to be conspiracy <laughs> theories and Jane's going to be a guest. <laughs> it's really funny because in college I took a class on conspiracy theories and there was like, <laughs> yeah, you and did. hold on. And they're like research one and write it as if you believed it. And there was like a solid, like three days in college where I was like, they faked the moon landing. <laughs> like I convinced myself. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's no stars. <laughs> so. The flag isn't moving or whatever it is. <laughs> it's dangerous stuff. It's the psychology behind it that is fascinating, but. Oh boy. It's fascinating that you are polite to your AI. See, I'm the opposite. I'm I was polite like, to my AI too. I was like, how rude can I get? Like, how sassy is this thing? Like, what, what, like, swear words will it recognize? Like, <laughs> I, like, what the? He's just sort of yelling at it. Um, you have issues, on. Jacob. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me show you how how my phone is. Oh boy, do what's, to bleep something what's out. my name? You're Jacob, but you asked me to call you Master. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. <laughs> Alexa, Google, Siri, I own you. It's not the other way around. Let's <laughs> let's be clear here. There's no politeness. But they own all your data. Uh, it's my data. I you know they're what? like this one's nice. We'll <laughs> let them live. I feel like that's what kids are gonna be like when they grow. Like the next generations, mm-hmm. they're gonna be super like polite and conscious. Like they might like treat Alexa and Google like mm-hmm. they're people or something. And yeah, I have the not. problem though where I pack bond with anything you know when you're downtown and there's like those little like food delivery robots like i almost was in tears because i saw one it it got stuck because the (laughs) sidewalk was closed (laughs) and it kept like bumping into the sidewalk closed side and i almost had like an emotional meltdown because this poor robot doesn't know that the sidewalk is closed you didn't run over to save it (laughs) i thought about i literally thought about pulling over my car hitting the hazards and going and like picking it up and moving it because it kept then trying to get around it Uh, it the little robot that could abort abort (laughs) wait what kind of robot is this it's like these little food food delivery delivery robots that they have for uw somebody was hungry going Where's my robot? Yeah. So I'll emotionally. The little robot that could. Could not. Could not. Couldn't. Still think about it. <laughs> Somebody oh didn't get their spaghetti. <laughs> Jane, I think your relationship with AI is as equally unhealthy as mine. <laughs> no, Probably. If Google told me I was having a bad day, like I'd feel awful. <laughs> 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 That's not good. Hey, Jane, you're having a good day. You are having the best <laughs> life ever. <laughs> you need to pro- know, Jane's going to start crying. Like, I was going to say, how much does that mean coming from two people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob, we need you to make her phone say that. Okay. One second. Yeah, I'll just text it. We, I love you, Jane. You're the best. <laughs> I don't know. You are my favorite. Well, mindset is important, you guys. It's true. So, I mean, if you keep running messages through your head, it'll stick. So, positive messaging is definitely a good thing. Mm -hmm. From your phone? 
We're very simple creatures like that. From everything. That's why my word of the year is on my phone. Because I look at my phone and I see it. And there's my word of the year. Jacob, you know what my word is? Um, no. Simplify. Oh, I was going to say no. I thought it was the word so no. So I've, I've gone through our house since we're possibly uh, moving and eliminated a lot of stuff. including Jen's That throws bike away everything. She's still complaining about the bike helmet that I did not throw away. The kids did. He let the kids throw the bike helmet away. Oh, you couldn't handle it? You just were like, I'll, I have to turn no, away. I didn't even know they were doing it. And Jen came in and accused me of doing it. Do you hold on like sentimental value? Or, no. or are you like, this will have this will be useful again? No. No. He, Matt pitches everything. You should see the pile of the stuff that college hunks are going to pick up. College hunks. Mm-hmm. Hunks only. Mm-hmm. It's a hunk only pile. <laughs> Yeah, it's and a, I'm the one going, hey, the we could sell this. Let's put this on Facebook Marketplace. And I say, hey, go ahead and sell that on Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't. I've sold a lot of toys so far. I sold more than Somebody's you. coming tonight to get some. I sold more dollar value than you have. You certainly did. Because, you know, Bakugans and Beyblades aren't, you know, $100 items. But that table... <laughs> Might you be can able to sell get it. Jake, you want to buy a table for your new house? Yeah, white table, two white chairs. It's actually not. It's white legs. and Happy to buy it in a year. If you just want to hold on to it a little bit longer. Not going to happen. <laughs> That's, it's gone. Some person's going to dumpster dive it and be like, yes! No, we'll probably take that to Goodwill. Oh, okay. We should have a whole episode about just throwing out all your crap when you move and what you do with it. Yeah, well, all well, the as stuff much to goodwill we as we can, and then whatever's left. Yeah, we've got a storage unit, and it's kind of. I was Full. just looking at it like, what are we going to do with this stuff? So, but we'll see. We need a home. Potentially. <laughs> yeah. Get a home. Somebody find me a home. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to sell your lake home, please reach out to us. We would like to buy one. A gorgeous house on McFarland came on the market today, and it's like only 350 and it has like access on the little one in McFarland. That'll be gone in. I know. Yesterday. Oh, it's gone. It's already <laughs> gone. I was looking at it. I was like, can I convince my parents to get this? I was like, I don't know <laughs> about my brother. Maybe. You say it's it's three fifty on the lake. I think so. Access probably versus lake. It's yeah, yeah, probably on a channel or something. Let me look it up. Oh boy, here we go. I mean, channel access is still dope. Dope. It's fresh. It's lit. It's funky fresh. Oh boy. It's lit. It's fresh. It's lit. Mm-hmm. Nope. Sounds like someone's gonna come in. <laughs> dab. <laughs> Dabbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't hear the dab. <laughs> yeah. We we are making sure the people that are only listening to the audio know what you're doing. Yeah. He's dabbing. Well, He's dabbing. He's for, dabbing. For this episode, only the audio people are gonna survive it if they can. The <laughs> video that that interview was rough. Yeah. It was very very pixelated. I did get some good in information out of it. So uh, yeah. we hope you guys are able to uh, get some good tips and tricks in there. Because, I mean, Brenda was really knowledgeable. Yeah, for sure. Knew tons of stuff. So so what is it, Jane? 6107 Overlook 325. Four bed, two bath. 0.64 acres. Our new house. Yep. They're shopping. 
Oh, it's a flipper's dream. Oh. I hey, can do that. Matt's a flipper. Yeah. Except he's trying to not flip. He's trying to flop right into a home. <laughs> but think about it. You're not flipping. You're customizing if you move Great. into it yourself. Jane is Sorry. currently Jane's going to send us the MLS. Yeah. Selling. Jane is currently <laughs> going to sell us a house. And here's the Thank buyer's you. agent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, apparently you're pretty good at your job. So, Jane's going to text us the uh, MLS number. If somebody on the team sells you guys a house, that's that's impressive. That's, I think that should be a challenge. Yeah, that is the challenge. You can tell it's a fixer upper because there's no pictures of the inside. They have a picture of the beach. So that is a that's a tip, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if there's no pictures of the inside, that could mean that it's not so great. Turn it on. Yeah. Only three fifty. So let's tear it down. It's only three fifty. <laughs> yep. Well, three twenty five. I missed. Oh, three twenty five. Ooh. And yeah. it'll probably go for four hundred. But yeah, call me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Perfect. I like it. I Perfect. Like it a lot. All right, Jacob. What'd you learn today? Boy, oh boy. Well, I really did appreciate learning about all of the different landscape things um i didn't even think about like little tiny things like don't put your pine trees too close to your mm-hmm. house because then the gutters and the then you got that whole mess and i was like oh yeah that would be a pain i didn't know that marigolds uh of kill mis- or repel repel not kill that'd they be kill sweet they actually be eat fly traps <laughs> <laughs> marigold <laughs> then, but yeah they did <laughs> they deter mosquitoes that's cool I don't know if that's true. I'll have to look up that. It's I think I've heard that before. Yeah. Well, if that's true, I I don't like those flowers, but I, I know will plant I don't them either, everywhere. Mm-hmm. That I love marigolds. You can also eat them. They're edible. So is it <laughs> basil or is it basil? Basil. 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 I'm like, what's a basil? <laughs> that's a I new think, type of flower. I think that might be a southern. Is it? Okay. Southern I, I was like, I think she's talking about basil. No, so no, no, I, yeah. I think I'm a little too Wisconsin. Basil. You, we have a lot of nasal basil. when we say basil. Yeah. I really liked all her advice, though, just on, like, the simple things you could do. Like, oh, like, mulch around the frame of your yard so you don't have to deal with, like, edging and, like, getting that all trimmed nice. And, um, like, the idea of doing more hardscaping, which I, which is a new term I also learned. Um, and just kind of those native plants and emphasizing that. Because I also think the bamboo thing is hilarious because I've heard mm-hmm. horror stories of people planting bamboo. I think a lot of people don't even think. They're like, yeah, it's pretty. I'll stick it in my yard. Um, but and your neighbor's yard and their neighbor's yard. Yeah. And their neighbor's <laughs> yard. Well, Everyone on the block is getting this plant. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the bamboo forest. So definitely that emphasis on what already grows in terms of like maintenance and being able to take care of it, I think was a really good message. All right, well, I think we're going to be wrapping up, huh? Uh-huh. I think it's about time to wrap it up. All right. <laughs> All to right, the then. Access. <laughs> this is my southern accent. <laughs> Yeehaw. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate in south central Wisconsin, you know who to call. Home team, the number four, the letter U. Dot com. Basel. All right, then. Basel. See y'all later. Basel out. Basel out. <laughs> Basel off. <laughs>